Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, you know it. 10 o'clock, the music starts and the show starts here at Rabot & Co. ESPN 680, 105.7. Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. We got you till noon. Fast Break Friday with Bobby V. And, of course, they'll have the mixtape on the roundtable today, 3 to 6 here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Thanks for making us part of your Super Bowl Friday. Do we have the football Friday sounder ready for the last time this year need the football friday sounder many times we will also hear football friday damon stoudemire sound today as his team is in town uh to play the louisville cardinals tomorrow at the yum center uh should be a i don't know uh, this should be an interesting one but i'm excited to play that sound for you if you haven't heard it yet it's my favorite open to a press conference in several years uh, i don't know that it's close it's just fantastic it's just an exasperated man telling you the truth about how bad his basketball team is <laughs> and how badly they played so there you go uh we will have kevin pulsifer at ten twenty from espn uh from the mothership there in bristol he'll help us with some bets on the super bowl and then at eleven twenty, uh we will do our normal <clears throat> horse racing segment Football excited friday how about that excited <laughs> we will talk horses for 20 minutes i'm sorry zach uh we'll do that with john lindo uh three stakes out at santa anita this weekend including an oaks prep in the Las virginis uh out there as well uh welcome in four three seven nine six eighty is our ups jobs text line uh it, it, we got to start super bowl we'll end super bowl uh we'll do everything in between uh luckily uh, okay all right so zach all right I, I want to hear it at least five times this show. So let's just play the Stoudemire sound. This is David Stoudemire after uh, they get cooked at home uh, against Wake Forest, uh, and they ask him to sit down and do his post-game press conference. All right, everyone. Uh, coach, if you would, just start us off with a quick statement, and we'll go right to questions. Got that ass whooped. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> Nothing really to say, man. That's as good as it gets. It is it's as good as it gets. I look, people. There, look. there, there should have been no questions. <laughs> no that should questions. have been the end of it. We got that ass whooped. I just get up and walk out. Either, not even that. Just the, the, drop the mic. We the media should let him go. I agree with you. Yes, There's nothing to ask after that. That's it's a. It is a perfect summation of what they did against Wake Forest. That it was bad. It was legitimately terrible. And Wake yeah. Forest wiped that booty up, as Mark Blake and Baker would say. And, I, it was and that's awful. the team that's beaten Duke in North Carolina this Correct. year. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> I love that sound so much. I'm sorry. All right. Well, it'll be a town uh, probably tonight, right? Ahead of the game tomorrow. Uh, and uh, we'll, get into, uh, we'll get into that one for sure. But hey, Zach, something has happened to me in the last day and a half about this Super Bowl. And it's bothering me. Okay. So something I do in my very small niche of the, of the sports world, which is horse racing. About 10 days out from the Kentucky Derby, I stop listening to everyone in horse racing media. Because I want to have my own thoughts. I want to have my own takes. I want to have my own picks right. when it comes to the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. And it is very easy to hear other people, usually people smarter than me, talk about the Kentucky Derby and tell me why a horse is going to win, why they won't win, etc. And they will be very convincing. Over the last day and a half, and I just saw it on Get Up on ESPN, I have not seen a single person pick the 49ers. Not one. What am I missing, Zach? How is not a person that I've seen pick the 49ers? 
No, I'm with you. I, I think this is a 50-50 game. I think the 49ers have the better roster. I think from top to bottom, if we're just if you were picking the top 10 players in this game, I think 6 of them would be 49ers. Maybe 7 of them would be 49ers. <sighs> okay. What you, you Including, by the way, offensive weapons. Yes. When we're talking about Mahomes being on the other side, he's the number one player on that list for of sure. Of course. Yes. But, but McCaffrey would be number two. McCaffrey's right there. Kittle's up there. Yeah, even an older Kittle. Debo Samuel's, Samuel's up there. Debo Samuel's for sure. Nick Bosa's up there. Is up there. Uh, right? Uh, okay. You could make arguments for Brandon Ayuk. You could argue sure. for That's a good one. other guys. Yes. I, I'm. Trent Williams, their left tackle. I don't want to be a contrarian just to be a contrarian, though. Like, I do think the Chiefs end up winning the game. Because it's Patrick Mahomes, and that's just what happens. But man, it just—it's so strange to me, Zach, to see them favored in Vegas, and no one's picking them. All of the numbers, though, all of the analytics say pick Pat Mahomes in this spot. All of them. I can't believe his career as an undergrad uh, as an underdog. What's that? I can't believe the 49ers are still favored. Actually, I think the, the Vegas action—I thought it would have gone, gone the other way. How much of the money is on the Chiefs? Do we know? Maybe this is more even than I think, and it's. I, I don't think it was a lot. I think it's like the Chiefs had more money on them than the 49ers, but I think it was like 57, 43 or something like that. my app here. Um, I've got one source for this, but uh, the – let's see. All right. So – I mean, the Chiefs are getting something like 60% of the bets. Yeah. Yeah, it's around there. God. 70% of the money's on the over. Yeah. I, I believe that. Everybody just likes the over, though, right? To be fair, <laughs> nobody life, wants to bet the under. Life's right? <laughs> too short to bet the under. There it is. <laughs> Stuff like that, right? Yes. But am I crazy? Is it just are we are we making the analysis too simple? Zach is what I'm asking. Are we just saying Patrick Mahomes is on this team? They're going to win? No, not really. Okay, because I think we did that with Brady. I think we did that in basketball with Michael Jordan. I think we've done that with so many various great players. Is this guy's on this team? They're probably going to win, but. I don't think it's as simple as just saying Patrick Mahomes plays for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to win. Like I said, I think you think it's more involved in that and just roster wise. Yeah, I think the 49ers have the better roster, but I think it's entirely possible that this could end up like Super Bowl 49 where the Seahawks had the better roster, but the Patriots won the game or the Falcons Super Bowl where they had the better roster, but the Patriots won. I think that the Eagles probably had the better roster than the Chiefs last year. The Chiefs won because they have Mahomes. Uh, Okay. Out there. All right. So we're, we're going through all of this stuff. And and I let's let's do a thought experiment. So I have a buddy who graduated from uh, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary over there on Lexington Road. Okay, and he said in in a philosophy class they had to do an exercise where for a week they had to argue that there was no God and they and they did all of those arguments. And then the next week they had to do the opposite. They had to go all the way through. So we're going to do that here. We're going to say there's no God and the 49ers win. I'm just kidding. Um, let's. <laughs> Let's just say not correlated. Let's just say that the money's wrong yeah. and the 49ers win. Let's do it that way, okay. okay? What does it look like that the 49ers what do they do during this game that they win the game? Christian McCaffrey runs the ball down the Chiefs' throats. James Cook had 182 yards against them in the divisional game. Buffalo just dominated running the ball. The Ravens didn't try to run the ball. That was the biggest thing. They let the Chiefs off the hook in that game. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to let them off the hook. He's content to run the ball five, six, seven straight times if he has to. He He's got care. a great right. fullback with use check. You've got Trent Williams, best tackle in football. And Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in football. I could just, just see them taking the air out of the game, running the ball down the Chiefs' throat. And then defensively, you know, Nick Bosa, he's always capable of just having one of those games where he has two and a half sacks and a strip sack. And, you know, the the secondary makes a play and maybe gets an interception. Remember, they picked off Mahomes twice in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. There, there's That's what it's looking like. I think the lower scoring the game is, actually, I think that's to the 49ers' benefit. We say that, but the Chiefs have been winning those games, too. True. Um, okay. Uh, and by the way, I'm just doing the thought experiment argument thing, argumentation thing with you. Um, I think it's also entirely possible that we look at this game and all the attentions on Travis Kelsey, but the best tight end is actually George Kittle. Okay, okay, that that would if that ends up happening, that yes, the 49ers have more than a legit chance. If Kittle's the, the best tight end Correct. on the field, they win the game. Uh, that might be right. That that might be right. Um, okay, all right. I like this so far. This is fun. All right. Um, all of the talk so far is about. Mahomes and his legacy, and by the way, deservedly so. The guy's unbelievable. Right. What does it do for Brock Purdy if he wins this game? 
it makes Brock Purdy, it answers every question that has ever been asked about him. I think that should have been the case already. Because I, do, do, it's one of the great stories in NFL history to go from Mr. Irrelevant to two years in, yeah. he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. There, there are so many great quarterbacks in the history of time, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, that didn't win Super Bowls. And Mr. Irrelevant could be a Super Bowl champion two years into his career. And the best, by the way, the best parallel example I can come up with is Kurt Warner playing in the Arena League yes. and then getting into the and then winning Super Bowls. And Rob Kurt Purdy would be in thing. that group, right? Yeah. Of, of just super unlikely guys. Yes. To pilot a team. Here's and it was question Brady, to you. but he's won seven, so we don't even think. We about don't even it think anymore. about the fact that he was a sixth rounder. That's right. Um, with this conversation point. With Brock Purdy, do we think of him like we think of Trent Dilfer right now, and can that change, or do we already not think of him as just a game manager? I don't, personally. Okay. I know there's some in NFL media that do, but sure. I saw Brock Purdy come from 17 back in the NFC Championship game yes, and throw the ball down the field to yep. win the game. Trent Dilfer was a guy who managed the game and let the 2000 Raven defense dominate. I don't think, when I've watched the 49ers play in this postseason, I don't think, okay, well, the defense is carrying him. The running game's carrying him. Brock Purdy had to make some throws in both those games to oh, win. Oh, and, and he had to he make some runs against yes, the he Lions. Did. Yes. Serious. No, serious he's not being plays. carried. He's part of the reason they're there. I, I agree with you. I, I'm wondering more out loud about the narratives of this, but I do think... If the 49ers can win this game, the the talk around a Brock Purdy, it changes completely, I think. And the other thing about this game, we mentioned the running game, we mentioned the defense. The 49ers are not going to win this game hiding Brock Purdy. He's going to have to make some throws. He's going to have to be a factor. Maybe his scrambling ability. Like, he's not going to be in the shadows if the 49ers win this game. He's going to make plays, and that's going to contribute to them winning. It's an interesting text. Uh, 437 Keep them coming. We're going to be Super Bowl heavy today here on a Football Friday. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Leading you into Fast Break Friday with Bobby V and our guy Paul Rogers. Uh, Texter saying Buffalo and Baltimore both had better rosters and lost uh, to the Chiefs in this playoffs. And it's... um. <laughs> Same texter, by the way, at 9 o'clock uh, on yesterday said that they prefer Carmen Electra. And I don't know what that's in reference to, but uh, sir or ma'am, if you could give me some clarification on the what Carmen Electra was up against, I would appreciate that. Go ahead and text me back in. This is uh, 465. Um, Texter saying Buffalo and Baltimore, in his opinion, had better rosters than KC. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. So is that a reason to pick KC in this game because it doesn't seem to matter that the entirety of a roster is better than what Patrick Mahomes has around him. He's just Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid and all the other yeah. things about them that are just going to work. It's a valid reason okay. because you've got Mahomes, you have Kelsey, you have Reid. Those three can overcome a lot of things. Like I mentioned, it's like it's Patriots-like where they didn't have the best roster every year, but they had Brady and they had Belichick, and that overcame a lot. So the the Chiefs did a, a masterful job, frankly, on defense against the Ravens. They did get some breaks, you know, some you know Zay Flowers fumble, these kinds of things, but they did a very good job of containing of containing Lamar Jackson. To be fair, so did Todd Munkin. What can the 49ers do that's the opposite of what the Ravens did in the AFC Championship game? Well, what they can do is the 49ers are more of an under-center team, so they line up with the traditional I-formation fullback. I think they're going to do similar what the Bu- the Buffalo Bills were able to do, and that's they just ran James Cook up the middle. They ran him outside. They got Christian McCaffrey in motion. He can throw the ball. He can catch the ball. He's going to be a factor. They're just going to have to account for him and – the 49 I have not seen Christian McCaffrey get stopped all year mm. like he's had a touchdown in 21 straight games or something it's an insane number that he's scored in I just I don't see how the Chiefs are going to stop him unless Kyle Shanahan just decides to go fourth quarter nuclear where which he's done twice right. where they've been up double digits and he forgets to run the ball and he's done that twice he did it with the Falcons and then obviously with the 49ers a couple years ago that's the scenario that I see maybe Christian McCaffrey getting stopped other than that the 49ers run the ball against everybody hold up texture the Carmen Electra text was Dieter talking about Taylor Swift wait 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 how did Carmen Electra and Taylor Swift get into the same conversation? Do you think of them as at all the same? No. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate you very much. By the way, congratulations to Kim Mulkey. 20 plus wins in all 24 uh, seasons as a head coach. How about that? Quite the popular figure. We feel, about the, we feel good about that? Sure. Did you love your uh, timeline being full of 75,000? Louisville women's basketball tweets last night? Oh, it was the best. Did you know they were wearing the best jerseys ever last night? I heard about that. Did you see that the Cardinal Bird had a guitar? 
No. And he's just cooler than you? Oh, of course he did is. Did you know that? I did know he's that. He's cooler than you. Yeah, so are a lot did of people. Did you know this team is special? Oh, they're the best. Aren't they special? Aren't they going to the final I four? Just, aren't, they, aren't they just special? Yeah, they're special. Oh, my God. I thought horse racing Twitter was bad, and then I discovered women's basketball Twitter. It's the bottom. Everything's the best, and then everything's the absolute worst. <laughs> what is this text? Uh, Texture wants to know, uh, Zach, can you hear me? Uh, Wink Martindale going to Michigan. Good hire or not? Could be. He's a blitzer. He's known as a very aggressive defensive coordinator. And, I mean, it's very different than what Jesse Minter did. So, it could be. I don't know. Well, Martindale, he's a sink or swim kind of guy. He worked last year. And then this year, he very much did not work. Got it. And he's been the same thing Do with the Do you like the, the older guy helping out the younger coach thing? Do you like that? Yeah. Okay, I do too, actually. I do. I think first round more, that's a good move. I think younger coaches always need a mentor. I agree with that. I think it could be that. Or at least a guy that could say, hey, buddy, let's do this today. Right? Just just once yeah, in a while, exactly. just hand on the shoulder, let's try something different. That's right. I think for a while that worked at Michigan with Martelli uh, and, and Juwan Howard. I don't know what's going on this year, but it does has none of the fingerprints of a Martelli job. So No, no. Yeah. It's John Howard. He's it's hi. It's him. hundred percent. It's him. Yes. Uh, Texter Dieter was wondering why Taylor Swift gets so much hate, and that she seems to be a, a great girl and girlfriend. And noted that it's not like she's Carmen Electra. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm Team Carmen Electra on this one. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we will have Kevin Pulsford in about five minutes from ESPN uh, from the mothership there in uh, Bristol. He'll talk to us about some Super Bowl bets. Excited to have him back on. I'm hoping uh, to make him more part of the show, uh, especially as we get into summer radio, Zach, and we get into some post-football time. I think Kevin could be a nice resource for us on maybe some basketball bets or on some baseball bets or whatever it might be. You know, we just, We're just going to need action around this spot. Yes. And Kevin can help us with the action, at least. It's one of the reasons, by the way, I love horse racing is that – if you need action, there's something. <laughs> now, I'm glad we got sports going now uh, so that we can bet uh, you know, all over the place uh, here in the Commonwealth. But uh, it's, it's nice. If you want to bet on a horse race, I'm sure I could do it right now. You know, harness race in Sweden or something right now. There you go. Uh, yeah. No, I, okay. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, give me your percentage of times that San Francisco wins the Super Bowl. They play the game 100 times. 53. Come on, Louie, you don't know the Carmen Electra-Taylor Swift comparison connection. I, I, now I feel really dumb. Is there an Eskimo cousin thing going on here that I don't know there about? There might be. I don't know that. I, I'm not sure of it either. <laughs> I'm terrified now. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm very curious. <sighs> okay. I, I, I really don't. I really don't know. I, that one I don't know. <laughs> the most recent story I can see is from 2010. I don't know. Maybe I don't know that. Uh, text to the Beth Haven coach would be a good mentor. I agree. This is one of the finest mentors. <laughs> In everything. Mentor. In everything. My kids play in Beth Haven tomorrow. <laughs> a little basketball game. A little sixth grade. How about that? There you go. Oh, man. All right, well, let's uh, let's take a break here. We'll get Kevin in next uh, from ESPN for some of those prop bets. But speaking of betting, man, uh, look, if, if you're going – if you haven't opened an account yet and you want a great offer, man, I've got a super offer for Super Bowl 58. And that's for our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers, you can bet on the big game. Turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Man, okay, money lines, player props, over-unders, just all kinds of things that you could string together, make those bets uh, together. You get those odd boosts even more by putting those bets together. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code, WHBE, new customers. You can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code WHBE. The crown is Yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Kevin Pulsifer from ESPN. We talk to him next. Do some Super Bowl betting here on ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. 
When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Peace up, Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Ah, yes, everyone's favorite minivan anthem. Little halftime entertainment there. Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot and Go. ESPN 680 1057. Find us on Twitter at ESPN 680. You can find me at Radio Louis, and we bring in our next guest. His name is Kevin Pulsifer at Impulsivity on Twitter. Uh, you can find him as part of the crew there uh, up at the mothership there in Bristol. Kevin, good morning. Thanks for coming back on, buddy. I really appreciate it. Louie, how's it going? I'm surprised you brought me back after I said the Lions weren't going to do well this year. Uh, I also bet the Lions not to do well this year. I'm over it. Uh, the um, uh, I'm not over two weeks ago, let's be clear. But uh, it's okay to say. Um, Kevin Pulsifer with us. Uh, I mean, it's it, Philly guy, worth saying. Uh, Villanova uh, Hoops manager talking to us here. Uh, fantasy football guy, stats betting at ESPN uh, as well. Go find him at Impulsivity, like I said, uh, over there on Twitter. Uh, what is it like at the mothership during Super Bowl week? Is it just all hands on deck and everybody's a little out of their minds? It really is. Those first couple (laughs) days after the conference championships, everybody's like gung-ho, everybody's all in for the Super Bowl. You do get a little bit of a a downturn that that weekend in between when it's just the Pro Bowl. We've kind of hit on a lot of the same storylines over and over again. You kind of get a little bit of a a dull period and you're trying to get new ways to cover the game. And then as soon as you get like Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, you're all like, okay, we just got to finish strong just get there, all yeah. the way through. But yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Kevin Pulsifer with us from ESPN. All right, so I wanted to get into some of your favorite bets for Super Bowl Day or maybe some uh, that you're looking at this week. Uh, but I wanted to ask before that, what is it like? What's it been like uh, up there since the launch of ESPN Bet? It's been a lot of fun. I think um, actually in Connecticut, we don't have ESPN Bet. We okay. just have uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Fanatic. Um, but it, it's been great to just be able to have uh, like the trading team at, at uh, Penn and ESPN Bet to kind of go back and forth on lines, storylines, put out special props that we might be interested in talking about on different shows. Um, being able to work with them has been just a great opportunity to kind of build the brand a little bit more uh, and just get it out there more, more public. Fantastic. All right. Well, my producer, Zach. Uh, is a is an Ohio native and an absolute NFL nut. Uh, and so I'm going to pull Zach in on this conversation. Uh, I'll start with this question. Uh, in your opinion, are the are the 49ers a worthy Vegas morning line favorite? I think so. The a lot of the analytics models that if you're looking at the whole year, the 49ers were the better team. Uh, I heard you guys talking about it a little bit ago, like McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, the offensive line, defensive line, like they're they are probably the more talented team, and they have been most of the year. The public money is coming in on Kansas City, and the reason Kansas City is not favored is because the smart money or the the bigger wagers have been coming in on San Francisco to keep it just within that one to two range. I'm still leading Kansas City. I know everybody else keeps talking about it. Everybody's making their picks. It's all the Chiefs, all the Chiefs. It's hard to pick against Mahomes, um, but I, I think the line is fair. I think. If it got past three for the Niners, people would be hammering the Chiefs even more. And I think if you saw KC favored, people would be coming back with 49ers. I think the line's right about where it should be. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think the 49ers, as I mentioned, I think they have the better overall team. And for the most part, I mean, this season, when we talked about the best team in the league, San Francisco was the first team that came to mind. I mean, the Chiefs have been on a roll recently, but just as recently as Christmas, they lost to the Raiders, and people were wondering where they were going to be this year. So I I can certainly see why the Niners are favored. I also see why most of the money is on the Chiefs because of the Mahomes factor. And it feels like there's a lot of correction as far as the market's concerned because after the last two games, they, they were underdogs against the Bills. They were underdogs against the Ravens. And I think people are just, you know, they don't want to get burned by Mahomes three times in a row. So it's not surprising that the 49ers are still one-and-a-half-point favorites. I thought Kansas City might be favored by now. I thought maybe it would be closer to a pick So a little surprising, but not entirely. I think the number's about right. Okay. Uh, Over-under for this game uh, is set as well. Do you think the over-under is about right? Because essentially – 
Um, boy, oh boy, what do they think the final score is going to be here, Zach? Um, obviously something pretty quick. Do you think the uh, the over-under is sitting at about the right number as well, Kevin? I actually, I'm really a big fan of the under here. Okay. Um, and I know it's no fun to bet the under and root against points, especially in the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs didn't have a single game go above 51 points this season. Only two games even went above 48. Um, they haven't allowed 30 points all season. I know the Niners are obviously one of the best offenses they'll face. Um, but in the Super Bowl, teams like to start slow. We talked about how Shanahan's probably going to start running the ball, give the ball to McCaffrey, ease Purdy into it a little bit. I think the Chiefs' defense is, is one of the best in the league. Uh, I, I just think when you get down to it, maybe it goes over like 27-24 at the top end, but I don't see this ever getting to like the 60-point game like we saw last year, 70-point game. Um, so I'm more likely to bet on the under here. I don't disagree with that. I don't think it gets to 60. As we mentioned, the Chiefs, I think the most points they've given up this year is 24 or whatever, and it was a 27-24 game against Buffalo a few weeks ago. They shut down the Ravens. Now you could argue the Ravens did that to themselves as well. But yeah. I, I could certainly see this being a 24-20 kind of game, which would obviously hit the under. I think that's in play. I mean, remember the last time these teams played uh, back in uh, 2019, Super Bowl 54, that game was 31-20, but that was because of a garbage-time touchdown or a late touchdown by Damian Williams. So if that didn't happen, happened that final score would have been 24 to 20 and that was what the Chiefs offense that had Tyreek Hill and was probably a little bit better than what they have this time around so yeah I, I think a 24 20 game is very realistic I think 23 to 17 that's realistic I, I think the under actually probably hits more often than the over there you go public money of course wildly on the over because of what Kevin talked about everybody who just wants to bet the over uh, one of my favorite uh, player special bets in the Super Bowl is trying to pick the position of the Super Bowl MVP. Quarterback is minus 275 here on ESPN Bet. Tight end is plus 1,100. Might there be some value there, Kevin? You know, I was going to say, I think there's value on the quarterback at minus, what you said, minus 275. Yes. That sounds probably about right. I think it's interesting because McCaffrey got more votes for MVP than Purdy did last night in the award show. I was originally thinking it's got to be a quarterback. It almost always is. Um, but then now that seeing that, I think McCaffrey is probably up there, although I bet the value is not good because people are all on McCaffrey. Well, the running back is plus 400 right now. That's actually not terrible if you think it's going to be McCaffrey. Okay. I, I think if the 49ers win, it's because they established their running game. They took a lead early and were able to control the game. But I would I would think my plus 400 is actually pretty good, although you're pretty much just looking at McCaffrey. Correct. I don't think yes, the check right. was going to get there. Right. 11-1 for tight ends, not bad. I don't know... For Kittle, you're probably going to need two touchdowns, and then if you're getting two touchdowns from him, you're probably looking at Purdy having a good game. Kelsey, you could definitely see it. Um, he's just been the engine for the Chiefs these last couple of games. The reason they're winning now when they weren't in the regular season is because Kelsey has shown up in a much bigger way. Um, so I do think if, if he goes for like and 100 in a score like he did last week, I think that's definitely definitely a good, a good chance that that happens. For you, uh, for you Zach, Christian McCaffrey plus 425 for MVP. Travis Kelsey plus 1400. Where yeah. would you lean there? I would lean toward just value wise. I think Kelsey has better value, but I think more likely to happen, obviously, is McCaffrey. But yep. think about this no running back has won Super Bowl MVP since Terrell Davis back in 1998 at Super Bowl 32. So it's been a while. I think a couple of good plays are Travis Kelsey plus 20 receiving yards in the first quarter. I think that's a lock. They're going to get him the ball early and often. And I think Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown score, he scored a touchdown seven of the Chiefs' last eight games. So if if you're betting on Kansas City, I think those two are really uh, plays to make. And I like Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions. I think they're going to get him the ball out of the backfield. As we talked about, they're going to establish the run, easing Purdy into the game. Part of that is screen passes, dump offs, and McCaffrey is an outstanding receiver, as we know. So I really like those three plays. There you go. Kevin Pulsifer with us at Impulsivity on Twitter. You can find him, of course, uh, as part of the team up there at our mothership there in Bristol. Uh, love having him on uh, for these kinds of conversations. Is there, are there other bets that you love? Are there off-the-wall bets that you love betting, Kevin, maybe uh, about the National Anthem, the coin flip, those sorts of things? Yeah, um, I'll get to those in a minute, but I also oh, okay. I do love the, the Kelsey first quarter uh, yards. I love that. He has okay. – I think he put up like 75 against the Bills. I think 50 of them came in the first half. And last week, or the last game, the 100-whatever yards he put up, I think 70 or 80 of them were in the first half. He's tailed off a lot at the end of the game, and I think they look to start off strong with him. Um, so I like that. And the Pacheco first touchdown is also in the article that I just posted uh, that went live on ESPN yesterday, uh, plus 600. Um, a Chiefs running back cast this prop five times during the year, and the Chiefs scored first most of the time, even though they didn't get the ball first most of the time. Um, 
but I like where Zach's head is at. Uh, as far as going a little bit more off the wall, um, at largest lead of the game, you can bet on the over-under of whether or not anybody has a lead over 14 and a half. Um, I'm going under on that. Um, the Chiefs have only had one lead of more than two touchdowns in their last six games, and it was against the Dolphins on the final score. Uh, even though that game felt like a blowout, it really didn't get there until the end of the game. Um, and going back to their Week 10 bye, there was only one other time where they took a lead of more than 14 points, um, and it was only for seven minutes against the Patriots. So I, I think since I like the under overall, um, I like 49ers to not just give up on, on, on offense. I think it'll be a, a Chiefs win, but I don't think it just gets to be this, this massive blowout score. Kevin, we have a question on the text line. By the way, 437-968, if you want to text us in, any questions for Kevin, please do that. Uh, this is a great opportunity for you uh, to ask any kinds of uh, betting questions here. Texter wants to know, if you bet on a first TD scorer, do field goals uh, scored before that in any way affect uh, that bet, Kevin? No, it is only the first touchdown score. So it, a defensive score would count. So like if, it, if, it's a, if it's a pick six or a fumble recovery, that would count as the first touchdown. But field goals are not included. It's just the first person to reach the end zone. Uh, so if Mahomes runs it in, it counts for Mahomes. If it's a Mahomes pass to Kelsey, it only counts for Kelsey. There you go. Uh, some other uh, things that I love to bet on. I love to bet on things like number of players to throw a pass. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and uh, the over-under is two and a half for this game, which is awesome. So I think that's the kind of thing where if you just if you think it's going to be a mundane sort of just uh, no uh, you know no backward uh, lateral passes that kind of thing kind of game, you can go ahead and bet on that. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, any player to score multiple touchdowns? Yes, minus one eighty. Who do you think that player is most likely in this game, Kevin? I think it's probably McCaffrey. I think the Chiefs are much more attackable on the ground, and if anybody's going to score two touchdowns on the Niners. It's because Shanahan realizes how he needs to control the game. Um, remember, in the Super Bowl with the Falcons, he kept passing the ball when they had that lead against Tom Brady, and it cost them. And then the last time these two teams met in the Super Bowl, he tried to pass too much, and it ended up costing them as well. So if he's learned his lesson and he wants to come out with more of a rushing attack against the defense that is easier to attack on the ground, it could easily be a McCaffrey two-touchdown game. Um, I think on the Chiefs, I'd probably – Probably Pacheco or Kelsey, I think, just because the offense has flowed through them so much the last couple of weeks. But because I like the game under, I don't know that I would take minus 180 on this. I don't think that I would expect this to happen more than more often than not. But if I did, it would, it would be McCaffrey. There you go. Texture wants to know, does Kevin like more TDs or field goals to be scored in this game? Um, That's a good one. I like that bet. That's cool. The final score that I have, I think, has five touchdowns and... Four field goals, so go. <laughs> I guess I would take touchdowns. <laughs> okay, because um, I actually went through this and I was looking at some of the final score lines, and my prediction is um, when you're when you're looking at those, like eighty to one is is like one of the, the most obvious scores. Like if you're going 27-20, 27-24, 24-21, things like that, you're only getting like 80 to one on those, and I don't think that any individual score is more than one percent likely to happen. Um, my final score prediction is actually twenty-seven nineteen. I think the Chiefs get out early like they've been starting strong all, all year. I think the 49ers are struggling at the beginning of the game. Um, so I'm saying 27-13 in the fourth quarter, uh, the 49ers score to make it an eight-point game. And then you have that whole analytics discussion of do you go for two, do you not go for two. And I think they go for it and miss it. You can get that at 300-1 to one on Sandal. Um, and that's basically just a normal score, except with one two-point conversion tweak at the end of the game. So I like trying to find little little bits of pieces like that to try and find a lot more value. You know, I haven't found the two-point conversion number. Will there be a two-point conversion? How much? What was the essential odds on that one? Probably. What, can I um, let attempted me guess. or converted. Uh, no converted plus two fifty? Yeah, converted plus two fifty. Attempted is that plus, right? Yeah, that's right. She's a Attempted <laughs> plus one twenty eight. Well, there you go. And I like that. I'm taking yes. I think there will be a two point conversion. An attempt. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I like that too. Kevin, do you like that? I do. Yeah. I think when you get to the Super Bowl team, especially these are two really good offenses. You've got. A good play caller in Andy Reid, a good quarterback in Mahomes, a 49ers team that was one of the most efficient offenses in the history of the league. I think these coaches are willing to say, like, we might need the extra point or two. Or if you get down to the fourth quarter, just because of the way the score lines up, it can happen very easily. 
it doesn't have to just be an aggressive coach. It can be a team down eight that needs to go for it. So I guess since you already said you think the last score of the game is going to be San Francisco scoring a touchdown, not getting the two. I actually like the team to score last to also win the game. You can get that yes at minus 245. It's happened 17 of the last 18 Super Bowls. The last team to score won the Super Bowl. So I think that's a pretty safe bet. Oh. I know you don't have that. I found that in, an interesting stat. It's happened in 10 straight Super well, Bowls. Well, even so at I'll minus yes. 245, that's a cool thing to include in a parlay for the same game, right? I mean, that's and, the kind of exactly. And, yep. And yeah. shortest touchdown over under is one and a half yards. And seven oh. of the last eight Super Bowls, there have been a one yard touchdown, and including four straight. There you go. Yeah, that's, I, I love trying to find a good same game parlay with this because you can build out a whole game script of how you think it's going to happen. You can say, like, Pacheco first touchdown scored at plus 600. You can say largest lead of the game under 14 and a half. You can say um, last team to score wins and, and just kind of make your entire game build around it. And as long as you're not creating a game, game script that, like, is too off the wall, you can get really good odds on just trying to figure out the game just going back and forth the whole way. All right, he's Kevin Pulse for at Impulsivity on Twitter. Uh, we will get you out with a couple. Are there any bets that you haven't mentioned, and do you like any of the kind of silly props that we love around the Super Bowl? Um, fun prop wise, uh, tails never fails. But, I mean, that's- <laughs> <laughs> then, tails uh, never fails. <laughs> I'm your and the Gatorade color. Um, <laughs> last year, the Chiefs used purple, and purple is also Taylor Swift's favorite color. Don't know if there's any connection there, but. Purple's not the favorite, and I think it probably should be the favorite, so I'll go with that. Um, a couple other things I like. Uh, Brandon Ayuk not to score a touchdown is only minus 190. Um, it's a little bit heavier on the juice, but it's one of the worst possible setups for him. Um, he's likely to get shadowed by Algeria Sneed, who is elite against top receivers this season. Um, the Chiefs allowed less than one touchdown per game to wide receivers, and Ayuk's touchdowns came against guys uh, like Seattle, Washington, Philly, Tampa, like secondaries that we were attacking all season long. Um, he only had nine red zone targets this season, uh, which was 69th in the NFL and half as many as Debo Samuel had. Nice. But their touchdown odds are basically the same. I think it's like plus 150 and plus 160. So I'll, I'll take the no on Ayuk to score. I just think um, Shanahan's going to want to lean on the run game. And if he's getting there in the red zone, it'll be Kittle, McCaffrey, or, or a short pitch out to Debo. Well, Kevin, you are very popular on our text line, and that is not a guarantee at this station. So there you go. Nice job. <laughs> we appreciate Thank you very much. Last question. How do you watch the Super Bowl? I've done it a little bit differently every year. Sometimes it's with friends. Sometimes it's with family. Sometimes I've been at work. Um, I'm actually working on, on Super Bowl Sunday this year. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of people there that are – so, like, I mean, you get rid of the alcohol and the extra food. But, like, some people bring in food. Nice. There's a lot of people that care about it. We're all excited. There's no other games going on. Right. So it's still something that we can all enjoy and watch. We're just trying to also think about the storylines and the content based off of it, too. So it's still a really good time, regardless of, of whether you're working it or not. Must-have Super Bowl party food. Buffalo chicken dip. Oh, that's uh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's Kevin Pulsifer uh, at Impulsivity on Twitter. You can go find him there. He's up there at the Mothership in Bristol. Have a great time watching the game, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lou. Have a good one, guys. All right, buddy. We'll see you. There you go. Kevin Pulsifer. Popular on the text line. He's good, man. He I is. Like Kevin. I like him. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> my my fault not having him on more often. I can't believe you didn't ask him about halftime. I, the other thing I – oh, that's a good point. The th- The thing I love about guys like Kevin – is I love the idea of Kevin having to go into an office in Bristol, Connecticut and saying, hey, there's this dude, Radio Louie. <laughs> <laughs> He's asked me to be on his show. Yeah. <sighs> Radio Louie. I'm sure they hear all the gimmicks, so it's all right. Oh, I'm Whatever. sure they do. I'm sure I, they I, they've heard worse. Oh, 100%. Um, this is not a great show, but there are, there are a lot worse. Can I go on Billy, <laughs> Billy Bob 69's show? <laughs> Hey, Billy Bob! Oh, man, appreciate him very much uh, getting in on that. Uh, if you missed any part of that segment, that is one, frankly, go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. That might be worth just replaying and setting up our bets on you know tomorrow and Sunday, Zach. I mean, that's an easy 20 minutes to go back, pick out the bets that he likes, the ones you like, et cetera, uh, different options that you have. Uh, I think, frankly, Zach, Sunday could be one of those days where you put together 10 $10 parlays. Yeah. Hope that two of them hit and just have a day, right? I mean, oh, it's sure. the kind of thing if you're, ah, I'm going to put 100 bucks in the game. You don't need to just do that on the money line or something like that or just on a straight up, you know, just, oh, I'm taking, you know, I'm just, I'm just taking the Chiefs, you know, that kind of thing. That's fine. 
Of course, that's a totally legitimate way to bet. Obviously, the win bet, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, might be the kind of gay where you just uh, figure out the different scenarios uh, that you might think are interesting. All right, we'll take a break here. We will have John Lindo at 1120. Reminder tonight, man, if you are interested at all uh, in in horse racing, we're starting up uh, the Kentucky Racing Spotlight with Louis Rabot tonight. Uh, I'm Louis Rabot. We're presented by the Kentucky HBPA. I want to thank them as well. They're going to be presenting uh, John's segment as well at 1120 today, uh, org. Go check them out as well for all the things happening over there. Uh, On the other end, short segment to close the hour. I do want to talk about both of our basketball teams and their games tomorrow. We'll hear that delicious Damon Stoudemire sound again. But it is a football Friday here. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Party people! You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Our little tag team on a Friday, why not? Uh, your tag team of Rabo and Cantrell hanging out with you. Louis Rabo, Zach Cantrell here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Take you up to Bobby V. Fast Break Friday today with Paul Rogers and, of course, Roundtable. Got the mixtape for you. Take you up till 6 o'clock. Leading into the Noble Funk Party uh, for the office that I will not be at. <laughs> I don't know why I need to tell anybody that. Uh, but if you wanted to go have a beer with Ken Salvaggi, you could do that tonight at 6 o'clock. How about that? Zach is very unexcited How about, about that. that? How about that? <laughs> um, serious question. We talked Super Bowl food in the last segment just a little. Yeah. Buffalo chicken dip was mentioned. Yes. I'm now making that. These are things. Yeah, I'm very pro buffalo. Now that's dip. happening. Of course, it's it's yes. I'm pro any dip, just just about any dip. All right, so here is the the host question: We are having another family over. Okay. With kids. Ooh. Am I allowed to have non spicy options? And then if I want something spicy, like I make it spicy, right? You should have spicy. If options. I want spicy buffalo chicken dip, yes. Like I'm spicing that beef up, right? Like that's yeah. what we're doing, right? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, you're you're a person without children. Like, let's. I am. I am a person without children. that. I know <laughs> that, that of. we know of. Correct. Yes. Uh, and so I just, you know, I gotta be. I gotta be a good host here. I don't want the kids to not have food, but buffalo chicken dip. Like, eat the spicier, get out. Right. I mean, this, these are things. Yes. Right? Oh man. I think that's where you, you can draw the line there. There's plenty of options. Dude, Texture saying he saw a tag team in the '69 boys perform at Club La Villa in Panama City on spring break in the '90s. Oh boy. I can't imagine the diversity of drugs in that room. Oh. <laughs> that puts Columbia to shame. Oh, 100%, dude. Panama City, little 69 boys, little tag team. Oh, man. That's just the good stuff right there. That's all that is. Everybody who went there failed drug tests for five years afterward. <laughs> the old school 90s group that I got to see before they totally fell off was, um, oh, my goodness, um, was uh, Naughty by Nature. Oh, I thought you were going to say Millie Vanilli. No. I bet that concert was fire, though. <laughs> yeah. Naughty by Nature was awesome. Treach is underrated. He is a great rapper. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so there's, uh, I, I think we're going with the spicy buffalo. I, just a heads up, if you're coming to my house, I'm using a bottle of crystal. It's happening. There it is. Uh, just a little Louisiana hot sauce. We're doing the thing. It's going to happen. Uh, by the way, last segment, uh, we're going to we're gonna podcast just that segment yeah. uh, of Super Bowl bets. So if you want to go back and listen to that, we'll make it very easy for you to just go and grab that segment. Grab some of those bets from our guy Kevin Pulsifer up there uh, in Bristol. He, it, it's a reminder, Zach, that there is a pyramid to what we do and the best people are in certain spots. That guy's a producer. He's not even on radio. Really? <laughs> 
think about that. That's just Kevin behind the scenes just crushing it with those bets, man. I love it. So there you go. Uh, Texter asking if I'm a, a crockpot uh, buffalo chicken guy. I will be this weekend. Yeah, I will be on Sunday for sure. So there you go. Um, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to make sure I could have some spicy food, right? There's some stuff yeah. that I should be able to enjoy at my spice level. But, you know, with the kids, you know, like I said, I'm going to make these ribs. But I'm going to have hot dogs, too, right? Like, you know, the kids got to have the hot dogs. That's right. But Which, by the way, they will put condiments on because they're not psychopaths. Because they're not blank. Yeah, they're not blank-a-baker. Psycho-blanker. Oh, my God. That that was wild. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. You got to have something. I don't care if it's mustard, relish, chili. Just a line line of yellow mustard on his hot dog is That's fine. Yes. Delicious. We don't have to overcomplicate it. I do like a chili cheese dog. I like relish. Yes, I... Bob looked at me like I was insane when I mentioned that I've eaten ketchup on hot dogs. He's like, what are you, an animal? <laughs> There's a segment of people who think ketchup on a hot dog is psychopath behavior. I'm near there, but I also, I'm not in the business of telling people how to drink their drinks or to whatever. I mean, I, I just, that to me, that's not, it's just no way to live. So there you go. Um Kevin's still listening. <laughs> Thanks for having him on. Um, of course, man. If you want to send listeners to ESPN.com, he's got a couple of articles up uh, with the rest of his picks. So, yeah, ESPN.com. I will I will put that up on uh, Twitter if, Kevin, uh, since you're listening, just shoot me the link there, dude. I will, um, I'll definitely have, throw those up on Twitter for our folks here. Um, and as long as you've got some non-spicy options out there, make the spicy stuff as hot as you want. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that very much. No, but I just, like I said, I think you got to have the options. You know, we're going to have... Not a huge group, 15 people at the house, something like that. Not a small group, but not a big group. Uh, and, I, you know, I got to have those options. But, yeah, I'm a. One of the reasons I don't have kids is so that I don't have one kids. One of the reasons. One of the reasons I don't have kids is so that they're not there during my Super Bowl party. Because <laughs> you know they're going to say it's, something. You're good. You're good. Don't worry. Like, I'm going to the track on time. Saturday. You think I'm taking my kids to the track on no. Saturday? Hell no. But they're going to say something like. <laughs> Third and ten with twenty seconds to go. That's yeah, when they're yeah. gonna say something. Yeah, there you go. Uh Bill O'Brien taking the BC head coaching job. How about that? Well, that opens the door for Chip Kelly, I guess. Wait, he just, De- he's leaving guy. Ohio State? Supposedly. Really? I didn't see that. I mean this as nicely as I can. Is the Ohio State offensive coordinator job better than the Boston College head coaching job? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Of course it is. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, man. What are you going to do at Boston College? They're they're one of those they're one of the programs that's a victim of the whole realignment okay, so super conference. Now thing. that we're into the hot dog conversation, we need to do this. Okay. Text reporting out that people from Chicago are big hot dog snobs. Okay, they are. So listen, that's true. Here's the issue, though, and you know this because you're from the Upper Midwest. The good, like a good like Kogel or a good you know just a good hot dog that has that snap. There's nothing wrong with being a snob about that. Right. But being a snob about what people put on their hot dogs is, is to me, not worth it. Yeah. You want to be a snob about how, you know, the quality? That's fine. I'm with you. But but toppings, it doesn't it, it doesn't affect you. No. It doesn't affect you. Let it go. <laughs> That's what I would say to that crew. <laughs> we will have ketchup available for the kids. The only, t- the only way you can judge people as far as putting stuff on it is when they don't put anything on it. You can judge that. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Like blank. Yeah. Come on. Judge that. <laughs> Yeah, the plain hot dog thing is, is is a little bizarre. Yeah, I guess one of the reasons Bill O'Brien's going up there is because his kids got uh, like a serious illness or whatever in Boston's hospitals. Or oh, Harvard Hospital, ver- sure. Yeah, they're very oh, yeah. well equipped to deal with that. So there you go. I can't hate on it. Well, no, it, and you make a good point here, which is when we see these hires, we think of these people as robots and not as people with wives and kids and you know lives right. and everything else. And occasionally it's like, hey, we'll give you three million bucks and your kid can be getting... You know, get the best hospital care possible. Great. Yeah. So yeah. the names that are getting thrown around now are Jason Candle, the head coach of Toledo. Offense coordinator job at Ohio State's a better job than head coach of Toledo. Let's be real. Not just saying that as a Bowling Green guy, but that's just call it what it is. It just is. Right. And then uh, Chip Kelly. You know what? Some. Well, he just took an offensive coordinator job in the NFL. No, he's been interviewing Seahawks? for him. Oh, he's interviewing for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That didn't happen? No, Chip Kelly. Oh, I misread that headline then. I'm sorry. No, he's been interviewing for a couple jobs. I, I think he wants to get out of head coaching in college football, and especially like, what UCLA's Well, if you can make that, $2 million bucks and coach the Seahawks, I mean, whatever. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's what it is. I stand by my question to Jay Davis yesterday if the Thunder really needed to get whiter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Hornets also received Vasily Michich. Man, that is a 2024 NBA name, is it not? That really is. Vasily Bacicic. (laughs) 
Uh, have you seen the Shade Gillis where he talks about uh, the 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 only white guys in the NBA are, are European white are guys Europeans, yes. because they haven't had it totally beaten out of them. That's yet. right. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a great line. We have uh, not even talked about Curly, that. Old Curly runs a six foot. He runs a six flat forty. Yeah. Fastest man they say. That, yeah, back in like the fifties or whatever. They're talking. This guy runs a six foot second forty. He's the greatest <laughs> athlete of all time. Like he's like, you know, we were done as soon as Jackie Robinson came into baseball. Like, oh, that's it. We haven't even talked about Shane Gillis hosting SNL on air this week. That's a shame. That's this weekend? No, that's uh coming next week. 24th. Yeah, okay. Couple we got weeks. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah we okay. do. I'm going to so uh, just a just a heads a programming heads up. I'm here next week hanging out doing the normal shows. The week after though is our annual February vacation with our kids. So my wife and I uh we're, we are flying out with the kids. We're going somewhere for vacation and uh we'll talk about that next week, but you'll have Zach and a, and a bevy of co-hosts mm-hmm. uh, including well, Biscuit. Oh, Dave Skull. Have you hosted with with, with Biscuit before? I've produced and opened the drive before with okay. Biscuit, but I've never actually But you've never hung out with it for a couple hours. Well, not, oh, I think you're not in studio. The two of you, man. Tailgates, yes. That is studio, me. no. Okay, all right. Yeah, That's, oh, that, that'll be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, so the week that you're gone, that'll be the Saturday that Shane Gillis hosts, hosts SNL. <laughs> okay, good. Kevin sent me the uh, the odds uh, page that he has up. I will make sure that we get that going. Uh, he apologized for having to turn this off. Kevin, you have a job. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you made mine a lot easier today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, no, no stop, stop apologizing me. Uh, but, no, uh, Kentucky and Ohio State looking for OCs at the same time is at least a little funny. A little bit. Would you take Chip Kelly in at Ohio State? Of course. Okay, I, I actually think that's not a bad idea. I actually think that's not a bad idea because then it would get back to what more of what Urban Meyer really did well when he was at Ohio State. He and Chip Kelly have a similar emphasis on the run game. Not to mention Chip Kelly's Brian Day's biggest influence because he played for him at New no Hampshire question. and coached under him with I the 49ers. Just, do you th- oh, good point. Do you think he'd be okay being his assistant? I think he would at this point. I think point. he would. Yeah, I think at this point he would be. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Chip Kelly. <laughs> we all saw a black dude dunk in eighth grade and we're like, nope, I guess I'll just set picks. That's such a great line. <laughs> That's such a great line. Oh, man. I guess I'll just set picks. I couldn't have done Oh, Curly. Greatest greatest athlete alive, they say. Curly. <laughs> Curly. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Runs a six-second 40. Six-second 40. Fastest man on the planet, they say. Uh, <laughs> this ad, by the way, is fantastic. It's three guys grilling, and it's a it's a gambling ad. I forget which one it is. I think it's ESPN Bet. And there's the guy in the middle who's grilling, and it's snowing, and he's got a stocking cap on a long-sleeve shirt, and then the guy next to him has a vest on with short sleeves, and then there's a guy who's just absolutely frozen. And all of us are in a friend group like this. Mm-hmm. Where there's the one guy, I have a kid, by the way, who's like this, shorts and a t-shirt as long as it's above 25 degrees, essentially. And then I've got a kid who's cold all the time. And I mean just constantly. And it is hilarious yeah. to watch my family walk into a restaurant or something, a kid in a parka, and then a kid just essentially with like a bathing suit on. <laughs> just man, oh man. Uh, texter asking if uh, the game is actually out at Beth Haven. It is not. Uh, they are coming to our place. Uh, it's uh, No, actually, it's a neutral site game at a different place. But uh, they were suggesting Bonnie and Clyde's man. Look, you don't have to suggest Bonnie and Clyde's to your boy. I'm very aware of the quality of one uh, of one Bonnie and Clyde's. I, hey everyone, I, uh, <laughs> if you would, just start us off with a quick statement and we'll go right to question. <laughs> Got that ass whooped. Yes. <laughs> Questions. Yes. <laughs> Nothing really to say, man. More ass whoopings next. 